Welcome to the Be Encouraged Today podcast. My name is Amber Davis, and I help Christians kick the habit of being overwhelmed by planning and productivity so they can spend more time doing what they love with the people that they love the most, including their Heavenly Father. God transformed me from a corporate workaholic to a Christian wife, mom, and entrepreneur who stays productive while enjoying life with God and my family. And it is possible for you too. My passion is teaching Christians how to plan with God to create what I call enjoyable productivity in their lives. And I am so excited that you're joining me for today's podcast. So get ready to be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today. I am so excited that you joined me today because today we're going to talk about how to get organized in four steps. But before we get to that, I always like to encourage my listeners, and today I have a rating and review that came from the Apple podcast for Be Encouraged Today, and it is from L Hunter 2021. This is what L had to say. Amber is so great at taking a big idea and breaking it down into little things that can make it happen, and they aren't complicated things, but ones that take a few minutes to set up and only seconds to implement. She makes being successful seem possible. Thank you so much, L Hunter, for your rating and review. And you are really going to like what I'm going to share today because that's exactly what we're going to be talking about, how to take complicated things and make them simple when it comes to planning and organization. So thank you so much, L Hunter, for leaving that rate and review. And today I bless you in Jesus' mighty name, that you have peace in your planning and that you are encouraged in all that you are doing. In the name of Jesus, amen. All right, let's get started today. But first, if you want to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, that is a great place to be able to write your review and rate. And you can learn how to do that in the show notes. I've got a link for you to be able to do that. It helps so very much to be able to get the word out and encourage other people. So thank you for listening and thank you for your rate and reviews. So here we go. We're going to jump into it today with four steps to get organized. And right now, when I am recording this podcast, it's in the springtime. And you know how the springtime can get. You start looking around at your house and your office and you think, okay, I need to get some stuff done. We're going into a new season and I see those emails need to be cleared out. Or you see that my files need to be reorganized. You open up the closets and the drawers and the cabinets and you think, oh my, where do I begin, right? Where do I begin to tackle some of these things? Because I do not want to go into the summertime having to deal with all this stuff. I want to be able to get organized now so that I can be able to enjoy my vacation, enjoy my life later. I think about, as I'm recording this too, is that last year, a year ago right now, we were jumping into the whole COVID-19 pandemic shutdown, you know, working from home, schooling from home, all the things that came on with that. And as we all sit and reflect about that, we think, you know what, this year is going to be different. I'm going to start this spring, this time, with a spring in my step, enjoying life, and I want to help you do that. I want to help you create what I call enjoyable productivity. So if, if this is you, then you are in the right place, because 
I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be able to have those files, emails, cabinets, closets, drawers, and we're even going to talk about vision and vision boards as well today. So we got a lot to cover, but I want to be able to encourage you with that. First of all, what is enjoyable productivity? Well, enjoyable productivity is the approach that I use with all my clients and my students, and it really is about being able to make your life easier and other people's lives easier by getting things done with God so that you can spend more time doing what you love with the people that you love. My passion is helping you to be able to be productive at the same time as enjoying your life. And I call that enjoyable productivity. I want you to be able to fulfill those projects or those tasks or those chores and even some of those God-given dreams that are in your heart. I want you to start fulfilling those because God knows the plans, right? Jeremiah 29, 11. He knows the plans that he has for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. But our part is we've got to call on him and come to him and pray. And I share a lot about that verse and that verse and all those verses, the three verses, that the two verses that follow it a lot in my book flight and in my teachings and my online course. But today I want to center up on those plans to prosper you and not to harm you. God wants you to enjoy being at home. He wants you to enjoy your children and he wants me to enjoy my children. He wants you to enjoy your spouse. And if you're single, he wants you to enjoy your friends. He wants you to enjoy your family. He wants you to enjoy what you're doing and not be stressed out by looking at piles of clutter in your house or in your computer or you're constantly feeling like you're having to nag people to get things done. He wants us to have enjoyable productivity. So if enjoyable productivity is the goal, being able to do things by making your life easier and other people's lives easier, getting things done in your home and office so that you can do more of what you love with the people that you love, including God. If that's the goal, then grab a hold of these four steps. The first step, I'm going to say this first. There are so many things that you can do to get organized and be productive, but I'm breaking it down into these four steps here, because if you can launch into these four steps, this is going to be able to help you to be able to start creating that enjoyable productivity in your life. Step number one, grab hold of a vision post it, and then work that vision. Now, how many of you have ever done a vision board? Now, your hand might be up. And if your hand is up, let me talk to you. For those that have never done a vision board, don't you worry, I'm going to get to you. If you've done a vision board, most people's vision board, and you have to be honest with me on this, you look at it and it is either cluttered And it's got so much stuff on it that really oftentimes you'll look at it and it's kind of stressful. You don't even realize, but it's stressing you out because you're not doing what's on the board. And I'll tell you why here in just a minute. But you've got all these things all over this board that you put up. You know, you've cut out clippings of things or you've printed things off or you've cut out a picture and you've put all this stuff on this board and it's there to remind you of all the things that you need to do. But it turns into wallpaper most of the time because it's just too overwhelming. It's too cluttered. So most of the reason why you're not 
most of the reason why you're getting stressed out over that board is because you're not getting it done. That's stressful. When we do not fulfill the plans that God has for us, it can be stressful because we feel like we don't measure up. We feel like we're not getting things done. And if you see a board that has just all this clutter on it, I go, I mean, you can Google all these these vision boards and they're just cluttered wallpaper. There's so much on them that it's just overwhelming. Now, if you haven't made a vision board, then my question is to you, why not? Not condemnation-wise, but there's reasons why you haven't made a vision, vision board. Maybe it is because you don't know how to make a vision board. Maybe it is because you're like me and you didn't want to have a bunch of clutter on a vision board. That's the way I was. I didn't want to have this big board and it just add another messy thing to my wall. And I didn't want to do a vision board unless I knew that it would work, that it would actually be a workable, usable piece of artwork and not just some nice thing to look at to inspire me so that I could sleep at night thinking that I put a vision board on my wall. Are you with me? And I'm, I'm speaking very direct because I'm talking to myself as well because that was me. So then what kind of vision board do you need to have? Well, your vision board needs to be one that is practical, simple, and usable. It needs to be something that is something that you can use ongoing. If you're going to create something to put on your wall to be able to inspire you and to help you to move your dreams forward, really your God-given dreams is what it should be, forward, then it needs to be usable. It needs to be something that you're implementing to be able to use. So I recommend to have it not cluttered and to be able to have that vision board broken into sections. You break it into different sections like priority section and a people section. I actually have four Ps that I teach about how to create a four quadrant vision board that works for you. But I can't get into all of that now, but this is very important to keep it simple, keep it practical, keep it usable, and break it up into sections. Now let's talk about step number two. So if step number one is a vision, you've got to have a vision about what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, how you want to be productive, have that vision. You can have pictures up about what that looks like, pictures of your family, pictures of what you want your office to look like, what you want this particular project that you're working on to be at the end of it. Then step number two is to break up your tasks and projects into little bites of productivity. Now, this is a term that I use a lot, little bites of productivity. If you could see me right now, you'd see me doing quotations with my hands. What does little bites of productivity look like? Because I like tangible. I want something practical. 15 to 45 minute increments. Break your projects and your tasks down into 15 to 45 minute increments. So if you need to organize your kitchen, break it down into 15 minute to 45 minute increments. Tackle a drawer, tackle a cabinet at a time, and then time yourself. If you need to clean out the garage, take one portion of that garage, time yourself for 15 to 45 minutes and knock it out. If you're clearing out a closet, you can do this with any project. 
then take a section of that closet and break it up into a 45 minute job that you're going to knock all it out. Maybe you take all the shoes out and then you replace all the shoes and make it look nice. Bam, 15 to 45 minutes, you can do that. Same with a kitchen drawer. Pull out that junk drawer, organize that junk drawer in 15 to 45 minute increments. What I'm talking about is doing projects in 15 to 45 minute increments. Have your children do it. You do it. Have your coworkers do it. The people that volunteer at your church can do it. 15 to 45 minute increments, set a timer, do your projects, time yourself, because if we don't time ourselves, we can make the project too big and then we either don't do it or we elongate it and then we run out of time. And it's just not fun to do that, right? If you can get a win in 15 to 45 minute time period, you are doing great. You're going to create enjoyable productivity in your life. Step number three, when it comes to files and when it comes to emails, more folders work. I say folders and files buy back the miles. With your file box, the ones that have the printed paperwork, you want to organize the monthly bills, receipts, and paperwork by month, not by category. So when it comes to files, bills, and receipts, you put them by month. This will change your life when it comes to organizing your files. Because if you can get this habit, you might think, well, Amber, I need to categorize it by the, the, the place that I bought it at. Or I need to categorize it based on the bill that I'm paying. I need to have all my cell phone bills together. And I need to have all of my internet bills together. And I need to have all my water bills together. No, you don't. Put it by month. You know that every month you pay the water bill, every month you pay the electric bill, every month you pay your internet bill, whatever it may be, just file it by that month. And then at the end of the year, it's going to be a lot easier to find it. Now, when you get into other things like permanent file folders or categories that are maybe change like maybe with your insurance that it comes in like a packet every couple months and it's not by month those are the things that you want to categorize but I can get into all of that because there's so much that I can talk about files in in overall start with your monthly bills and receipts create a monthly folder for those now, emails, when it comes to emails, how do you get that white space at the bottom of your emails? Instead of looking at 50, 100, 1,000 emails in your inbox, to get that white space in there, create more folders. You could have 60 to 100 folders in your, in your software that you are using. Maybe you're using Gmail account, or maybe you're using Outlook, or maybe you're using something else. In the side panel, to usually on the left-hand side of your email is going to be a place where you can actually create folders. Create folders by clicking and creating. Sometimes you'll have to click and it'll say manage folders and then you can add a folder. Create folders for those emails. And if you don't need to do anything with that email in the next 24 to 48 hours, pop it in a folder so that you can find it later, that's important. If it's something that you need to remember to do this week and it's urgent, that's fine. You can keep it in your inbox. But let's be honest, people. When you look in your inbox, 
there are some things in there that don't need to be touched for like maybe even ever. Maybe it's just a reference piece. Maybe it needs to be deleted. So clean out your emails, create that white space at the bottom so that you free up yourself. Every time you click on that email, it's going to de-stress you if you can see white at the bottom of that space. Why do I know that? Because research shows that the more piles of clutter you have around, the more stressed our bodies get. And so I'm telling you the same thing is true with your emails. Get that white, white space. So when it comes to files, when it comes to emails, folders, create more folders. And I can show you what to do to purge those folders later, but I can't get into all that on this short podcast. Step number four, throw out those chore lists. Get rid of those chore lists. I'm going to tell you a story. So years ago, I had created this spreadsheet and this beautiful elaborate chart that I put on the fridge. And I was like, my family, they're going to do these chores because I've got this spreadsheet. And I've got this and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And it just stressed them out. And then by them not doing it, it actually frustrated me, which was not good because then that's not enjoyable productivity. And then we didn't actually do it. And over time, it just looked like wallpaper to them because they were like, I'm just getting a bottle of water. I could care less what's on this fridge here because I'm not even looking at that anymore because it's just a bunch of white noise on the fridge. I can't even see what's going on there. So if you throw the chore chart out, what do you replace it with so you can be productive? You replace it with what I call is name the day. Make it fun. Come up with fun names for each day. Like at my house, we have financial Fridays. On Fridays, I do the finances. On Tuesdays, I do the toilets and tiles. My daughter didn't want to do toilets and tiles on Tuesday, so we called it faucet Fridays, and my son and my daughter clean their bathroom on Friday. On Saturday and Sunday, we make sure that we wash all the sheets and the bedding, and on Wednesday, I have Wisdom Wednesday where I get wisdom from my church or I get wisdom, I do. And in addition to that, I get wisdom where I go on and learn something about business. Name the day, make it fun. If you want, want to know more about Name the Day, check out episode 23 and it can go all in the details about Name the Day. So that's the four steps. We got grab a hold of a vision. Make sure you have a vision board that works, it's practical. Step number two, Break up your task into little bites of productivity, 15 to 45 minute increments and time yourself. Step number three, make more folders when it comes to your emails and your files. And step number four, name the day, throw out that chore chart and have enjoyable productivity by making chores fun for you and the people in your life. Now, today I was talking about enjoyable productivity and little bites of productivity, and I want to share something with you, a whole concept about little bites of productivity that will change how you get things done. But first, I want to share with you a Facebook comment that Trish wrote on Facebook because this is really what it comes down to. Listen to this. I think this is going to resonate with you. She says, I am freaking out because I am chasing medical issues and there are several birthdays within a few weeks. Her grandson's turning two and her mom and dad are moving far away and my home and office is a mess. 
I'm missing time-sensitive papers while trying to plan a special family photo album. And here's the phrase she uses, it's all big in my head. That's from Trish. Trish, I understand that. It's all big in my head. That phrase just, when I saw that phrase written on that Facebook post, that just popped out to me. It's all big in my head. And it's so true that we try to make the projects, tasks, and chores in our life too big. And who can handle that? We can't. It's stressful. It's overwhelming. And then as a Christian, you don't want to be overwhelmed, frustrated, or stressed out, especially when you're spending time with your family and the people that you love. So how do we get around that? Well, this is why I have this phrase, and I really believe that God put this in my heart. Make your all small. Make your all small. Let's stop trying to make things too big. And if we can make our all small, then we can have doable projects in our life. We can actually break things into little bites of productivity. If we can start seeing our projects as small little chunks of projects that create bigger projects, but they're small, that we can tackle all. So if you're like me, or I used to be like, if I'm not going to clean the bathroom unless I can clean all of it, well, if you make your all small, don't clean, think about it as in all the bathroom. My all now is a drawer. My all now is a section of a closet. My all now is one filing cabinet. So if you think about it from make your all small, if you reposition how you look at projects, you can really get things done in an enjoyable productivity way. So I want you to make your all small when it comes to four weeks. You give me four weeks and I can help you get organized and we can start breaking things down into little bites of productivity that help you. And I actually created a whole course around this and I want you to learn more about it so we can get started. You are not alone. If you feel like so frustrated because your home or your office is disorganized and you feel like you're nagging people or you feel like that at the end of the day, you're just not accomplishing the things that you want done, there is an easier way. And this four-week Make Your All Small Get Organized mini course can be able to help you. And I'm actually going to take you through four weeks each week. So it's like a challenge for you every single week. So we're going to break down some things week by week so that you can be able to apply it each week, learn a new challenge, learn a new approach. The next week, apply it. We're going to do this for four weeks. It's going to be great. It's going to be like an overhaul of your home and your office and your Christian walk so that you can have enjoyable productivity. I want to be able to take you through the process of this. I am so excited about this four-week Make Your All Small Get Organized mini course that I'm offering to you. But this course is only offered at certain times of the year. So be on the lookout for my new Make Your All Small Get Organized four-week mini course right here on the Be Encouraged Today podcast, as well as my email subscribers will know exactly when that course launches so you don't miss it. But until then, start laying out the groundwork for enjoyable productivity each week by downloading my number one productivity tip, guide, and checklist. This is my gift to you. You can go to beencouragedtoday.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes because this approach, this number one productivity tip has transformed my Christian life for planning and productivity, and I want it to be able to help you. So today, 
If you have not already gotten my number one productivity tip checklist and guide, check it out today. I am so excited that you joined with me today. I believe in you and the plans that God has for you. You are not alone. I am here to be able to help you. When that planning and that productivity start to overwhelm you, know that you have an ally. Look for my resources. Thank you for listening. And always remember to be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today.